0: Lake Lanier in North Georgia is the focus of today's family vacationer. Stacy Dixon from Discover Lake Lanier is our guest as we talk about all there is to do on and around Georgia's largest lake. Episode 28 starts now.
1: Welcome to the Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Robin. The go-to podcast for families on the move.
2: Hi friends, I'm Danny. And I'm Rob. And this is episode 28 of the Family Vacationer. We'd love for you to engage with us on Instagram, Facebook, and now on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe as well so you don't miss an episode.
0: The website address is thefamilyvacationer.live where you can sign up for our newsletter to receive travel deals and travel information. There's also a place for you to fill out a questionnaire and let Rob help you plan your next vacation. All on thefamilyvacationer.live.
2: As we mentioned in the open, Lake Lanier is the largest lake in the state of Georgia and one of the most popular recreational lakes in the entire country. The lake hosts about 12 million people every year. Buford Dam that was completed in 1956 turned the Chattahoochee and the Chestatee Rivers into Lake Lanier. Popular activities on the lake include boating, fishing, camping, be it with a tent or an RV. Additionally, there are golfing facilities, world-class kayaking, water skiing, and swimming spots.
0: And location is another thing that Lake Lanier has going for it. The lake is located 45 minutes north of Atlanta. Gainesville and Buford are the two closest cities to the lake and both offer dining, shopping, and activities. The North Georgia mountains are also a day trip away with cities Dahlonega and Helen offering two distinct destinations. And Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville is now in charge of popular Lake Lanier Islands offering song-inspired water parks, RV resort, marina, and more.
2: We're fortunate today to have with us Stacey Dixon, Stacy's president of Discover Lake Lanier. Stacy's a native southerner raised in the southwestern Georgia town of Albany. Uh, Stacy's worked in the tourism industry for over 25 years now and included stops as a travel and leisure planner and past president and CEO of the Clayton County Convention and Visitors Bureau in Metro Atlanta. Stacy's worked in her current position since 2006. She's the past president of both the Atlanta Metro Travel Association and the Northeast Georgia Mountains Travel Association. She's also served on the board of directors for the Georgia Association of Convention and Visitors Bureau. She and her husband Jeff and her son Noah make their home in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Stacy, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
2: And we are glad to have you. So let's get right to it. We know that Lake Lanier has over 90 core state, county, and city parks along with 683 some odd miles of shoreline with 23 of those providing swim beaches yep. can you just talk about some of the different ways that families that come to the area can engage with the lake as far as you know places to stay and then sure way you know things to do
1: absolutely well it is a, it's a 38,000 acre lake so there's a lot of room to spread out and uh, according to core statistics the latest count we had which this year we'll probably have more um, we have about 12 million visitors to the lake a year And to put that in perspective, uh, the Magic Kingdom at Disney World has 14 million a year. So it's a lot of folks coming around this lake, but because it's so large, you can still have uh, a very uh, special and private experience when you come to visit here. Um, We kind of say that the lake has two sort of personalities, the spring and summer, it's, you know, the Riviera of boats and jet skis and wave runners and all the um, beaching and all the activities that you would expect to find at the lake. And then in the fall and winter, it's a little more chill, laid back, guided fishing for trophy bass, geocaching, hiking, biking, some paddle sports still happening throughout the year. Right. Um, but more like the passive recreational kind of activities. So there's definitely um, a lot of choices and and also Georgia, the only uh, Georgia State Park on Lake Lanier, Don Carter State Park, um, is a kind of a jewel that we have that sometimes gets missed by all the noise from other yeah. things to see and do. And
0: that's a great park.
1: Yeah, it is. And five bucks for a carload for the whole day, you can't mm-hmm. beat the value you get there.
0: Yeah. So we know camping is a popular activity on Lake Lanier. Can you tell us some of the more popular campsite locations around sure, the lake?
1: Sure, sure. And especially 2020 camping has like had a huge moment um, right. with uh, the social distancing of society. It turns out that camping is one of the best things you can do um, to uh, get away literally from everyone. So uh, the lake does have um, a very wide variety of camping from primitive, hike in, carry everything on your back like you're gonna go on the Appalachian Trail, kind of very <laughs> rustic, no amenities camping to the luxury RV resort at Margaritaville that is like the super cable TV, high-speed internet, fully paved sites with you know all the super-duper amenities you'd expect for the giant 55-feet uh, motor coach style. Um, RVs. But um, for the average everyday family camper, um, the, the most popular places that we find um, are Don Carter State Park, which I mentioned, which has mm-hmm. phenomenal um, RV and tent camping sites. And then River Forks Park is kind of a hidden gem. It's uh, actually yeah. run by Hall County. It's on the lake. It's one of the only places that are that's open for camping 12 months of the year as well so they have a beautiful beach they have an event pavilion they uh, docks and courtesy docks for boating and so you can camp there rent a boat the marina will bring the boat to the park for you and things like that so it's a a really nice uh, spot to go and then of course the core has lots of camping as well but it's very seasonal
2: so we know lake Lanier islands Mm -hmm. has been a family destination for a while yeah. With Margaritaville taking over the property, it's, it seems to be more and more popular. I know going over, I, I like the difference. You know, I like the change there. Right. What are some of the family-friendly activities for families at the property? And I know that is also going to change seasonally as well.
1: Yes, yes, it will. And Lanier Island's Resort is still um, operated by the Williams family and Lanier Island's Management. Margaritaville came in now, it's been two years ago almost three years ago um, as a operational partner so they're um, in the resort kind of operating within the bubble of the islands running the beach and water park and they have um, the land shark bar and grill that's open year-round that serves um, all kinds of food and drink on the beach and then they do um, the harbor with the marina so you can store your boat there one of the new exciting things they've done there is they're adding a bunch of dry stock uh stack storage for boats so if you have a boat you want to store it there in dry stack you can uh do that very soon they're finishing up a new um, dry stack facility then they have of course the marina on the water where they have um slips available that are covered and a gas stock and all that and you can rent boats there but the the islands itself i mean it's almost 50 years that um that it's been operating as a, a place for people to get away. Um, We sort of call it Atlanta's Hamptons. Uh, We're (laughs) only about 45 minutes from downtown Atlanta and and we certainly uh, are that beach and boating destination. Um, But at the resort there's uh, luxurious lodging at Legacy Lodge. They have villas, they have lake houses, and of course the camping and the RV resort I mentioned. Championship golf, they have 12 holes that are on the water is uh, one of the most scenic golf vistas in America and certainly very challenging as well because you're <laughs> chipping your ball across the water about six times. So Lord. that's Ooh. really tough. Um, but they're focused on kind of total wellness. So they have a lot of hiking trails and bike rental and then the boating and the spa of course, and they do uh, stand up paddleboard. You can do paddleboard yoga on the lake and things like that. So, um, they're we're really excited that, um, they're getting very, very close to announcing a new hotel property that's been oh. proposed for a while. So I would uh, keep my eyes open for uh, news from the resort on that. Uh, Margaritaville's been a phenomenal partner with the resort, and they've brought in, of course, the Parrot Head aesthetic lifestyle with uh, Landshark Landing and Paradise Beach and all the fun that goes along with that. But... What's new for them as a global billion-dollar brand is this family component, and so that's been an interesting evolution to watch them grow their brand and to be more surprisingly family-friendly. So one of the ways they've done that is with um, with the water, the Beach and Water Park. I mean, it's naturally going to attract kids. So they have um, Georgia's largest wave pool, which is Wild Waves, and then, of course, the Paradise Beach and Fun Zone, which is good for toddlers. But they really amped it up in the off-season with their Snow Island uh, program. This mm-hmm. had kind of started the... The resort had gotten a little bit into winter where they have a huge light show, the magical nights of lights that you've probably heard of, but they added sort of some snow elements and tried some things out. But when Margaritaville came in, they just turned the volume up to 11 on that and built this giant uh, Parrot Mountain. It's the fastest snow tubing ride in North America that's wow. there, <laughs> huge snow play areas. They have a holiday village and carnival. And so that runs actually from November through February. So even after the Christmas break and the new year, still through February on the weekends, you can come out and do snow tubing and have snow play time and things like that um, and enjoy, surprisingly, have a fun experience at the lake in the winter. So that's been a, a really great boom for us in what was an off-season time. Sure.
0: Even when it hits 70 degrees in January, like we see here in Georgia. sometimes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's one unreal. of the, one of the greatest things about being part of this huge brand is they spared no expense in the equipment yeah. they acquired. So the, mm-hmm. the snow machines they have, if we have a heat wave in January, they still are able to pump out yeah. of enough snow to fill that in giant Parrot Mountain. It's insane.
2: Hey, maybe they can open up the, the wave pool in January. Who knows? Right. So. <laughs>
1: Well, I know the in summertime, snow, but <laughs> right,
2: uh, you know, yeah. I know in summertime, my uh, my brother and sister in law have a boat, and we've pulled up to the marina there, and you oh, eat yeah. at the, the restaurant, and you go over to the beach area, and there's beach music, Jimmy Buffett, and obviously yeah. other artists playing on, and they've got a big screen uh-huh. up there that you can kind of watch while you're in, you know, just kind of chilling in the lake. It's nice, and we had gone to the winter. Uh, the winter part i guess mm-hmm. it was maybe two or three years ago so it was right before margaritaville okay. took over and we did a lot of the the i guess they converted the water slides into yep. into uh <laughs> yeah winter activities yep. but uh, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what it's like now that margaritaville's taking over that
1: yeah lots more snow for sure yeah it's a lot of fun yeah.
0: Well you, you you so we're talking about Margaritaville A while mm-hmm. ago you mentioned an, another hotel potentially mm-hmm. um you know we know their own record is saying they're going to do further development but can you give us any ideas of other activities well, or like-
1: Yeah I mean as far as from the Margaritaville brand I mean, we mm-hmm. the only thing they have on the books right now that is currently in development is this huge redo of the camping and the RV park. So they've spent a lot of money and effort and they went in to the campground that was on the resort that was really in bad need of a rehab and they just Mm. scraped it down to the dirt and started over. So now it's the only campground on the lake that has full hookups. So they have sewage hookups for the RVs. They have 55 foot and larger uh, fully paved pull through sites for the big Mm. rigs. And all the amenities that um, folks that travel in in those kind of RVs would expect to find. And that took the camping up like 10 notches. And they've incorporated all of the brand into the experience from when you check in to the RV park, to the transportation down to Landshark if you want to have dinner and things like that. So um, that's just, I think, an idea of what or an example of what they can do when they, decide to, you know, put their brand into action as far as the new hotel piece. That's actually coming from the Lanier Islands and Virgil Williams management side of of the house. And it's been a project that they're working on with the state of Georgia um, to develop a new convention conference center. And in the old where if you've been an old timer around here where Pine Isle, the, yes. the old pine isle, yeah. Stofer's pine was located and it was torn yeah. down in 2007. So there's been this revolving dream of always putting something back there. And now they finally have um, something that really has teeth and it's um, coming along very nicely. And I would anticipate there'll be some announcements and things coming soon. I Just was on a call today where they showed a, a 3D rendered video of like the approach as you're driving up to the new property and it was amazing. So we we're very nice. excited. Now, it remains to be seen at what level or if Margaritaville will be part of that venture or not. Right. Um, but As right now they're not, but who knows, you know, by the time they get things and shovels in the dirt that that could possibly change. But um, right now that piece is still on the Williams side of the house. Well,
2: that is interesting because Margaritaville does operate hotels. That's why I thought it would be a natural.
1: Yeah, they do. They do, and and certainly there's been a lot of interest. And I think from the brand, I mean, all the way up to the top levels of the brand, they're very keen on this property because what they what they found in other markets is they have either the audience and no land, or the land. And no audience Hmm. and so Lanier Islands presents this perfect storm of develop property within a reasonable distance to a very large MSA of one of their most uh, popular markets in the country for the brand Mm -hmm. so it's the perfect storm of things but you know some Things get in the way sometimes, as we know with the, <laughs> the economy and right, other so. things happening that, um, you know, they're having to pace themselves and do what they can to operate at the level they want to operate to maintain their brand standards. And then, But always be forward thinking, and there's still plenty of room to do things out there. So I'm very optimistic with what they'll, they'll bring to the table.
2: Stupid COVID just keeps getting in the way of everything. Yeah, well,
1: just, just needs know. to go
2: away. <laughs> We're it persevering.
1: Will
2: <laughs> it will go
0: away eventually.
1: Yeah.
2: So you mentioned Land Shark, and that's mm-hmm. uh, I've eaten there. That's a delicious place to eat. We this is an important part of the show for Danny and I because we love talking about restaurants and places oh, to eat. Oh,
1: Same, same.
2: What are some great places to eat around Lake Lanier? We know so, you know Buford and Gainesville are the yeah. two closest cities, but what are some good places?
1: Well. There's literally hundreds, so I I will say I'll shamelessly self-promote our um, website. Our com website has got a section called Eats, duh. And within (laughs) that section, we've divided things out and kind of curated these lists. So, like, we have our all-star chefs, and so an example is, like, um, antebellum in flowery branch oh, yeah. is, a uh, it's a top 100 restaurant in North America for six years. Nobody mm-hmm. would know that just driving down the street <laughs> or people would come, could come to the lake. They might have a boat that they moor on the lake and still don't know that they're literally just a few miles away from a top 100 restaurant in the country. Yeah. And so um, our All Star Chefs features that. And then Waterfront Dining, we have the top 10 locations for dining. So Mm -hmm. most of our marinas have have restaurants and then they all kind of have their own vibe. So um, like for brunch, Skogies is the place. The Gainesville Mm. Marina,
2: you're on the hill overlooking
1: the lake. And they're basically the only place that serves breakfasty kind of that time of day, so you can kind of get that early morning before the craziness erupts in the summer on the water <laughs> time and enjoy like a salmon eggs Benedict. That's Gogi's is like the peak, you know, breakfast experience on the water. Um, but then the later it gets in the day. And depending on your mood, then there's all kinds of different vibes across the board. Um, The Tiki Hut at uh, Port Royal at Pelican Pete's, you can literally pull your jet ski up to the bar, um, (laughs) is, you know, a really hot place to go to see people and be seen and get a great cocktail and that kind of thing. Um, Where like Fishtails is more quietly Mm. in the back in a hidden little cove and it's kind of you know everybody's like we don't want to we don't want to give it away too much because we don't want (laughs) to get too crowded you know but they definitely as far as all the message boards and stuff online have the the best food um across across the board so it is good yeah
2: and then they have a sister restaurant called pigtails That's um, they do aqualand right
1: yes and thankfully that recently when we had that i don't know you probably saw on youtube when the the water spout or whatever it was high winds that came (laughs) through with the storm right through there in um holiday marina and um and it came right through aqualand and trees were down everywhere but thankfully um the restaurant did not get uh major damage and they were able to continue operating once the roads were cleared there but that was a pretty scary moment recently
2: yeah that was a freaky storm yeah I didn't in some places you barely even knew it was raining and then that's that part it was just
1: yeah it just came up really fast Did they ever yeah.
2: decide if it was a hurricane i mean the hurricane a tornado or not
1: it wasn't they caught i can't think of that now the the name the weather phenomenon name they called it it wasn't straight line winds but it had it's in the straight line wind family so it wasn't a tornado but it was Yikes. something else um that had hail and and that up to 95 miles per hour winds there for a little bit. So it was pretty scary. Yeah. But thankfully everything was okay. Yeah. I mean, there's some major damage at the marinas, but um, thankfully that all of that is insured and there was no uh, loss of life or anything. So we're thankful for that. Yeah.
0: So So. I want to ask you about festivals and first I just want to say that, you know, holidays in Lake Lanier Islands, (laughs) amazing yeah. i've been there many times with my girls and uh, with the family but you know even that and beyond and and under the current situation this fall and even in 2021 what kinds of festivals can can we look forward to events around lakeland here
1: well all, on the lake itself you know, i'm just kind of trying to because there's so many things happening as you know across the the community i mean Mitchell and Raceway Road, Atlanta, we have, you know, all the huge races there. Doesn't really have a lot to do with the lake, but that's 100 plus thousand people that come here for those. Uh, But Magical Mm -hmm. Nights of Lights, obviously, is our big holiday event. But... During that time frame, there's also an annual boat parade, like a lighted boat parade, Mm -hmm. that is uh, coordinated usually through the Lake Lanier Association, and that's sort of a low-key, local, fun event that you can either participate in with your own boat or rent a boat and decorate it, or just go to one of the parks and watch the boats as they go by it Mm -hmm. usually terminates in the cove at uh, margaritaville so if you went to land shark and had dinner you could see all the lighted boats coming in on that evening and so that's a lot of fun and year-round a little insider is wednesday evenings the lanier sailing club has a regatta every wednesday so it's kind of nice to go out to a park, or in a like a rented pontoon boat, and just anchor in the south part of the lake and just watch the sailboats. Mm-hmm. Um, sailing kind of gets an underrated promotion on the lake, but we have actually some some pretty large sailboats. One of um, our sailing charter companies actually has a boat that was in the America's Cup that they oh, sell. Wow. Yeah, they sell it regularly on Lake Lanier, so uh, it's kind of interesting that uh, sailing culture here is is pretty big. Um, I'd also recommend Lake Lanier Olympic Park. If you're not familiar, yeah. it's one of the last um, remaining venues from the 1996 games that's still actively in use mm-hmm. um, they have concerts, they have international sporting competitions going on and they have a recurring series that's a food truck Friday that starts kind of March, April if the weather's permitting and runs through October. And they have all the food trucks, live music, and they're, even right now in the age of COVID, they're still able to do it because it's outdoors on their big plaza area. So they have um, reserve tables. You can go to their website or call the park and reserve your own family table. Um, so you can get your food and have a private table to sit at and everything's all spaced out and all that. So it's uh, very good and safe for everybody to enjoy um, that event. And they have probably the best sunset on the lake is at Lakeland Air Olympic Park. Um, so, yeah, that's a, a good spot. You
0: no, know, out at the Olympic Park, I got to work there in uh, 96. I got to work there. And oh, you did? I, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I'm able to be a translator out there. And. When I was there, I guess last, last summer, I think, and there's still a stage out there if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... They have
1: the, in the 2002, I think it was Yeah, 2002, they hosted the world, um, the rowing championships for the world. And yeah. when the, when that competition came, they built this plaza because during the Olympics, you may recall that the public was across the water on the other side mm-hmm. of the channel where the race course was, opposite yes. the tower.
0: Right. Well,
1: those grandstands were temporary, floating mm-hmm. things that disappeared when the games were over. So um, on the park side, where the, the judging tower and finish line uh, officials are, was all media and athletes only. When 2002, when they had the world championships, they built a um, kind of a, a plaza area that, to do the medals and everything that had docks that could be moved and then seating for 2,500 people. Mm-hmm. So they have this area with a giant uh, plaza at the top that now they do events, weddings, concerts, all kinds of things happen out there all the time. It's,
2: it's good nice. still in use. I like. Oh yeah. yeah. It's very yeah.
1: much in use. We just hosted, um, been a couple years now but we had the dragon boat world championships were oh, here right. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's the first time it's ever been in north america and it came to gainesville georgia from nice. uh italy <laughs> so you know <laughs> yeah we still can draw them in from across the globe thanks to the <laughs> olympics <Absolutely. laughs> so yeah. we're proud of that.
2: well and you've you've tucked away some of these insider information and some of the other things you've talked about but we do like to give our listeners as much insider information as possible. So what's a a locals only insider information you might be able to pass along about Lake Lanier?
1: A couple of things I would say is weekdays are the best for boating Mm, period. So if you want to really enjoy the lake, come out like on a Monday. Mm -hmm. It's worth the time to take off work. Or maybe you're working a, a, an alternate work schedule now, and you suddenly find yourself with Wednesdays off, the weekday boating is like heaven on earth here. So that's the thing locals are like, don't take away our weekdays. But I'll tell you from <laughs> from a person who's owned a boat on the lake, it is a completely different experience to mm-hmm. be out on the main channel of the lake by yourself. Is just so peaceful and wonderful and well worth the trip and then any other time i would say locals know go north of brown's bridge to boat and and have a very different experience everything south well it kind of depends on what you want to do i guess but um for a, a a fun family experience where you can take the kids and anchor a boat and get out and swim and do the things like that, and not be looking over your shoulder constantly for someone, you know, driving a, a speedboat that's going to go by <laughs> your kids too close. Go north of Browns Bridge. That's where the locals are, um, unless they're wanting to go to like a bar, then they're right. going south of south of the bridge. So
2: well, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, for more information on um, planning a trip to Lake Lanier, visit discoverlakelanier.com. dot Thanks, Stacey, for being on the show. We appreciate your
0: time.
1: My pleasure. Anytime, guys. Take care.
0: Well, Rob, that was an interesting interview. But, you know, since you and I are really both from this area uh, around Lake Lanier, you you and I both know that we really just barely hit the tip of the iceberg here. There's so much to do. But what were your personal takeaways from it?
2: Well, you know, there is. There's literally so much to do on the lake. I know uh, we didn't really talk about the fact you can rent a houseboat. Um, One of my. Family memories. I rented a houseboat and I actually proposed to my wife in the middle of Lake Lanier on that houseboat. So uh,
0: that's oh, a cool. We, we need the awe sound yeah. effect. <laughs> uh,
2: it was pretty funny because I tried to make it a surprise. I'd come up with this elaborate story that I can't, still can't believe my wife believed, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be on the boat. They okay. were, uh, she was going to take it out with my in-laws and my parents to see if maybe we might want to have the rehearsal dinner on the i don't know it was some crazy yeah. story but then ruthie who was i guess five at the time uh, she was with tracy and they got on the boat and ruthie saw me i was trying to get out of the way she saw me at the end of the boat and took off oh and uh yeah, yeah. so tracy then knew i was on and so then i had to quick cover oh i got <laughs> off early and was able to make it and yeah. So we still protected the surprise, but that w- that was pretty cool. But yeah, th- there's there's a ton of things to do on the lake. And I think Margaritaville taking over Lake Lanier Islands is only up the ante as far as the quality of things that you can do. Um, I know that, that we've done the Christmas thing like we talked about at Lake Lanier Islands. That's always, that's always fun to do. Um, and again, Margaritaville is just kind of up the ante on that as well. Um, and then yeah. places to eat. Uh, She mentioned fishtails. Fishtails is so good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that is a good restaurant. Annie
2: Bellum. I, you know, I've never eaten there, and I've. I. That's the place that I, I guess I need to put on my list of, of places to go.
0: Yeah, no, this, this is a cool one of those restaurants where you know think upscale a little bit and. Right they've i'm assuming they have their own personal chef there and all but you know you've got some really top quality meals there yeah and of course it's going to cost a little more than going to you know a chain restaurant that we know but um it's it's extremely good food
2: yeah and skogies she mentioned skogies the cool thing about some of these Mm -hmm. places that are on the lake if you're on the boat you can call ahead and they'll bring the food down to you so that's pretty cool as well you don't even have to get off the boat to uh to have this good food, and I mean, you talk about fried seafood, which you know in the South is a is a staple. Yes. Uh, the fried shrimp at Skogies—they've got—they call it Skogie sauce. It's it's kind of a ramen sauce kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it, man, it's so good! It's so good.
0: Yeah, I I, I um, remember one time I say, we we were on, and, and and I really love this about the lake. You know, she was she was talking about this, but I just want to reiterate that. How, how cool it was we were on the lake once and we just you know pull up to a restaurant you dock and you just walk right up the dock you're sitting outside in a restaurant and you just get back on your boat and leave it was really cool it was a great yeah. night
2: and there there are quite a few of those places around the lake so i mean mm-hmm. it's definitely worth going to the website discover and and checking out all the different places to eat but yeah there's the RV park that she talked about at Margaritaville—it's it, just been completed—and I was looking at. It. I haven't been over to it yet, but it's—it's uh, it's pretty amazing <laughs> for an RV park. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've—we've we've talked about the fact that I'm—I'm I'm not an RV'er. That's not really in my blood, but that kind of <laughs> yeah. RVing, I, you can sign me up for that all all day. I mean, that it's—it's right. it's got every facility that you could possibly imagine. It's right on the lake. It's close to all the stuff at Margaritaville there. So, lots of cool yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing an RV episode follow-up pretty soon. Uh, we'll be getting a little inside information on that. So that'll be something to yep. look forward to. Yep, and
2: in October, uh, we're also planning to do some stuff on the YouTube channel that, that you guys oh. want to check out. It's uh, you know just some ways to kick up your, your campfire meals and um, mm-hmm. some other stuff that's, that's still kind of in the works. We can't announce yet, but it's going to be cool, so make sure you stick with us on that. And as always, I would love to help you plan, plan your next family vacation. Now is a great time to plan for 2021 especially. Drop me a line if you're interested at rjones at starstufftravel.com.
0: And that'll wrap up today's show, so check back with us in two weeks for the next episode of The Family Vacationer. Till next time.
1: Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make, make sure and subscribe to hear more, hear more? of Robin and Danny.